Hi, welcome to Two Towns Over. This show was made possible by our patrons, so if you would like to support us, we're at patreon.com slash twotownsover. If you can't afford monetary donations, we are also at facebook.com slash ttopod. If you would share us around and give us five-star ratings on whatever podcast you're into, we would greatly appreciate it. Uh, Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. That's like the STD of Chris Mahanza Kwanzaa. WK and fucking right. Game Grumps on there, <laughs> and like suddenly Billie Eilish and Snoop Dogg or whoever the fuck is on there now, and right. like what's going on? I actually saw a short, uh, Matt Pat short today. Apparently, I forget the name of the video game, but there's a new video game, and they are um, having Markiplier voice one of the characters. That's right. And they had uh, like that, a survey of like different lines of what. They're letting people choose what Markiplier says in the game. Nice. Yeah. So what Matt Pat has done, because one of the things is other, he wants everybody to spam the other and have Markiplier say, but it's just a theory. <laughs> so, Markiplier would say that. Yeah. No. For free for sure. <laughs> yeah. But I saw I love their friendship. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. He did a he did a whole. Uh, game theory video about uh, Power Wash Simulator's lore. Yes. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> because Markiplier was like, I want Matt Pat to do a full-length video about Power Wash Simulator lore. Turns I- out the lore is, uh, it's fucking dirty over there. You gotta clean it. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually gone back. I've been watching Markiplier, like, uh, playing Five Nights at Freddy's. All oh, yeah, Five Nights at classic. Freddy's. Yeah, Once yeah. I get done with that, I'm gonna go and watch all of Matt Pat's Oh Theory. man, it's just going to take you several years. <laughs> I got to say I lo- I am a huge Five Nights at Freddy's fan. Right. I have never once even touched one of the games. Right. Me either. Yeah, you don't have to. I don't to. need to cuz I <laughs> I was growing up, I was watching Markiplier and fucking right. MatPat analyze every fucking piece yeah. of the game. Right. Yep. And, and you know, with Jack Septicai and all those guys that were Big, big back then uh-huh. when it first started, you know. And now there's a rumor because they're making a movie. Blumhouse oh, yeah. is making a. Oh, yeah, they've been movie? doing that for a while. Well, no, they're, they're currently filming. They got Jim Henson yeah. that's made the animatronics. Jim Henson Company's made the animatronics. Yeah. Then Ooh. they look like the animatronics. Wow. It's not like they're trying to. Yeah. And. Um, that, was a good, that was a good get. That's a good call. That's yeah. a good get. <laughs> Matthew Lillard. Massive. <gasps> is going to be in the movie. My boy? I Massive. Think he's playing. I think he's playing Afton. I feel like I should know who that is, and I do, but I can't. Shaggy, Shaggy. from Scooby Doo. Yes, okay, thank you. I <laughs> thought that was who that was. I... Fuck right. yeah, that's actually yeah. great. Oh we... man, I can't. Whoa, that's big. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah, we got to get to the subject matter now, so that we can finish recording, so that Ruben and I can play Sea of Thieves tonight. Oh, I've budgeted <laughs> that time in, buddy. We got it. We got as much time as we need. So we're going to do a real quick. I kind of wanted to play a game with you guys. <gasps> Jigsaw? Okay, Jigsaw. 
I want to play a game. Are we no. on the? What is this? The midweek? Yeah, this is midweek. All right, cool. Oh, Good. okay. So Good. I'm glad I wasted style theory on the midweek. Cause, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> we're starting West Memphis today. Yeah. So. Yep. Uh huh. So I, that's why I came in after watching all the classics. You know what I mean? Like I had to get pumped. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is we're going to. I just something popped up on my uh, TikTok for you page today about uh, the origins of common idioms. Oh, oh, I love that cool. shit. So yeah. what we're going to do is I'm going to give you the idiom, see what you guys think it came from. By the way, you guys might notice that you hear some familiar rustling again in the background. Um, my teeth have healed just enough <laughs> that a pipe is viable again. <laughs> pipe strats are viable again. Well, oh, we are shit. now a Did podcast for stoners by stoners. Oh, shit. I need to go get it. I'll grab it. Are you sure? I can grab it. I got it. I got All it. right. All right. So here we go. So welcome, everybody, to I don't know what we're going to call this. Yeah, just our midweek. This is our midweek episode. <laughs> welcome Think, to the as yet unnamed say. new segment for the midweek. <laughs> Two idioms over. Two idioms Two over. Two idioms over. All right. So the first phrase we're going to discuss is fly off the handle. I feel like I know this. I feel like I have heard it before. We're not talking. No, no. We're not talking about what. I mean, these are phrases. Fly off the handles. We're wanting to know where it came from. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, yeah, yeah that's yeah, what yeah. I mean. That's what okay. I mean. I feel like I've heard the story of where gotcha. this idiom came from. I feel like it has something to do with a boiler for some reason in my mind. Mm, that does make sense. Or maybe like, um, God, this is so fucking redneck. <laughs> You, if you have a length of pipe and you slap that bitch on a wrench, uh-huh. you can get a whole lot of extra torque in there. Right. Could be that. But I know it has something to do with losing your temper, so it feels like right. a boiler room situation. You said redneck, and it reminded me I beat a dude's ass in Guilty Gear, whose gamer tag was just redneck. Nice. Felt really good. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. So in the days before <laughs> mass merchandising, poorly fastened axe heads would fly off while they oh, were in use. Okay. Yeah, that is... The result was dangerous, hence why the phrase is used to describe risky behavior and unpredictable results. Yeah. You fly off the handle because you, you might fucking hit somebody in the fucking head. Right. Right. All right. So the next phrase, steal someone's thunder. Uh, Can we have hints? Do we get like a, like, like one hint? Like, yeah. is there a specific region it's associated with? Okay. Time this time period. 1700s. Ooh, Son of a bitch. shit! That's not what I was hoping for. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping it was either going to be very recent or really okay. Old. 1700s theater. Oh, oh, that's interesting because I was oh. thinking about like stealing the stage. Is is where mm-hmm. my mind was. My mind literally. I've been watching too much One Piece recently. My <laughs> mind literally went to. Um, uh, I think it's called the Raikiri or something like that. It's there's a whole thing. You got to cover your belly button because the thunder god will steal it and eat it in a thunderstorm <laughs> if you don't. Uh, is it in relation to a specific play from the 1700s? No, but it is related to the dramatist John Dennis. Stealing someone's mm. thunder feels like you're stealing their moment in the spotlight, but right. I, right. Well, I mean that's what the idiom. Well, means, yeah, but, but I just don't know what the origins of that would be. Like, literally one-upping somebody on a solo would be my guess. So in the early 1700s, English dramatist John Dennis invented a device that imitated the sound of thunder. Fuck, it's the sheets! For a play that he was working on. The play flopped. Soon after, Dennis noted that another play in the same theater... It's literally the fucking metal sheets! Yes. Yes. I was thinking that this whole time. 
So uh, another play in the same theater was using his sound effect device. He angrily exclaimed, that is my thunder by God. The villains will play my thunder, but not my play. The story got around London. Shut and up. The idiom was born. Fuck off, wow. guy. They, they literally <laughs> stole his thunder machine. Yeah. He did. He, he didn't fucking patent it, and he should have. Yeah, yep. honestly. Uh, Although, can you really patent a piece of sheet metal and someone going? You wah, can. Wah, 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 wah. You can. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. If you if you li- yes, copyright law is ridiculous. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen that map hat video. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> so the next phrase: chew the fat. Chew the fat. Chew the fat. Okay. Well, I mean, that's definitely in relation. That to means eating to take meat. your time. That means that you're. I feel like that has something to do with you being poor and having to eat the fat and it taking a long time. Yeah. I'll give you a hint. It is a sailor's term. Oh. Originally, a sailor's term. So maybe eating the fat part of a fish? Because they didn't Chew really... the fat. It must be some sort of health benefit. Like, they, you know, I'll tell didn't... you, it, it actually... It, it, chewing the fat um, means idle chatter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your jabber jaw. You're moving yeah. your lips too much. Your, your jaw is continuously moving because <laughs> fat was gum. Right, the fat was... Yeah, it, they would use it like gum, where they would literally just chew on it, like to chew on it. Mm-hmm. So originally a sailor's term, this phrase refers to the days before refrigeration when ships carried food that wouldn't spoil. One of them was salted pork skin, which consisted largely of fat. Sailors would only eat it if all other food was gone, and they often complained as they did. They were like, fuck, this jerky sucks. (laughs) And it became known as chewing the fat. Uh, White elephant. So we really, we got that one right. Yeah, Yeah, close enough. White elephant. White elephant. Well, that's like that game that people play where you so steal each other's presents. That right. or it's like PCP or cocaine, one of those two. <laughs> uh, Fairly I certain. think we're talking about um, the, the, the Christmas gift. one. Yeah, the gift yeah. one. No fucking clue in that case. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe because everybody wants to kill an albino elephant. I don't know. So legend has it, Kings of Siam, which is now Thailand, used to give actual white elephants to people they wanted to punish. Ah. The elephants were valuable and respected, but that also meant that they were expensive to take care of. So the king's hope to the present would drive the <laughs> recipient into financial ruin. <laughs> that's a fucking third... That's 4D chess moves right yeah. there, bud. <laughs> yep. So now, of course, a white elephant exchange is meant for useless, though probably cheaper gifts. So... That's wild. This one was one I learned today. Also, too much One Piece, because in the beginning of One Piece, there are two villains named Siam and Butchie. Where's Butchie come from? I didn't mention Butchie. But that's the One Piece character. Okay. I don't know. He comes from the East Blue or whatever. Maybe. Correct. So <laughs> <laughs> the next idiom is by and large. <laughs> All right, dude. Our podcast is going to rule. <laughs> by and large. By and large? Mm-hmm. By and ah, large. I, that almost doesn't feel like an idiom anymore even because it's just such a commonplace phrase I will give you a hint. <laughs> judge can you use it in a sentence <laughs> uh the hint is this is another sailor's term oh by and large maybe they're talking about there's another ship close by and it's fucking big by and large well so from sailors what it just uh, means basically like so in conclusion for us now, kind of? It means in general. 
Okay, yeah. in general. Yeah. By and large. And so it would either be in relation to a boat, like Ruben said, or it would be uh, like for like a whale or something. That's like what I'm large... thinking. It literally large objects, but it could also literally just be one of the ones that's like... Could also be an island. Yeah. It could also just be one of them ones that doesn't really... Like, somebody could have just made that shit up. You know what I mean? <laughs> so sailors were uh, were the first to refer to things by and large. The first part of the phrase refers to the nautical term full and by, meaning a oh. boat that was traveling into the wind. On the other hand, large means that the wind is coming from behind. Therefore, by and large would mean the wind is coming from any direction, giving rise to the current meaning of in general. Oh, oh, so like a day like today, literally, is a bar- by and large. We're learning yeah. so very many windy. New sailing terms for when we play Sea of Thieves later. <laughs> you, I'm in a pirate campaign in D&D right now. I'm the captain of a ship. You think I would know any of this? Uh, the next one, close but no cigar. Uh, well, because a cigar is like a celebration, a reward. Yeah, you got close, but you don't get to smoke the cigar for, yeah, for winning. Exactly. It's It's like you were almost there, but you don't get to celebrate. Because you didn't quite do it. Mm, I'll give it to you. Yeah. Carnival games nowadays give out stuffed animals as prizes, yeah. but in the late 19th century, the games were targeted to adults, not kids. So, yeah. So yeah. instead of getting a giant teddy bear, winners might get a cigar. <gasps> if they almost won but didn't earn that prize, they'd be close but no cigar. <laughs> TMTM, close but no blunts. That's my character. I was about to fucking say, dude, if carnivals gave out swishers, you would be so good at carnival games. I wouldn't, but I would, <laughs> I would waste a lot of money at carnivals. <laughs> like, fuck, I just went through but my you're, last you're, you See, you're thinking in 2D chess right now. I need you to think 3 or 4D at least, because I want to open that carnival. Yeah, okay, fair. <laughs> uh, so the next one, this one's pretty easy. I think you guys will know it. Uh, once in a blue moon. It's almost like blue oh. moons don't happen very often. Yeah, exactly. well, exactly. Blue moons happen once every three months. I no. believe once it's every two point seven years. Oh, really? Yeah, I was gonna say it's like three years oh. almost. Because yep. I know a blue moon is just when the moon is full twice in one month. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that that that's very rare. Well, relative to our lifespans, it's right. fairly rare. But a blue it'd be a blue color in Fortnite. A blue moon is a real astronomical phenomenon, referring to the second full moon in the same month. It's a rare occurrence, usually just once every 2.7 years, which is how the phrase came to be. Because it has to happen in a month with at least 30 days. But more often, it's 31, because you'll end one month on last day is a blue moon, first or last day is a moon, full moon, first day of the month is a full moon, and then 30 days later, the moon is full again at the end of the month. So, And just for shits and giggles, uh, the next blue moon is on August 3rd. 30th slash 31st, 2023. There you go. So we got a blue moon coming up. So usually a blue moon just looks gray or white like any other full moon. But on even rarer occasions, the moon actually does seem to change color. During volcanic eruptions or forest fires, the oils and the smoke can make the moon appear blue, according to NASA. Yeah, I have seen that happen. very transparent, but you're looking at the moon, which is a white object, mm-hmm. shining white light. Through. It's like saturating your colors. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's very cool to look at and very scary to be too close to, because yeah. like, it takes 
I mean, it's like a bunch of smoke like that yeah. has to happen. And, uh, you know, we, we had a. Oh, I don't know if those two were related, but there's been fires. There's woods. There's fires occasionally in even in Florida, the rainy one. And uh, yeah, it's a neat thing to see the moon look like very blue, like right. like it's like a good blue. Moon's been extra pretty lately, I gotta say, too. I don't know if anyone's like done, that. done any moon looking lately. I do moon looking all the time. I actually downloaded an app on my phone called, not Stellara, that's my medicine, Solarium. Is that what it's called? No, Stellarium, I'm sorry. It's literally an app that maps out the night sky, uh-huh. and it you can move it, and it moves with So if you uh-huh. aim at a star, it'll tell you what that star is. That's pretty cool. That's dope. Yeah. Uh, I That's was actually very cool. Guy on YouTube that I watch, Iron Pineapple, he does a series called Steam Dumpster Diving, where he plays like just really bad uh, Souls like games. Iron games Pineapple that have sounds similar- like another One Piece character. <laughs> <laughs> he has like he plays any game that is vaguely similar to Dark Souls. Yeah, you and I, it. you've showed me a couple of these. He'll play it and he'll give like a little review. Most of them are ass. That's why yeah. it's called Steam Dumpster Diving. Um, it's like <laughs> diners, drive-ins, and dives of Dark Souls. <laughs> one of them he played uh, had a mechanic in it where uh, your powers were stronger depending on the moon cycle. And in most games, that would be depending on the moon cycle using in-game days. But no, this used the real-life moon cycle. That's actually... That is a very cool concept. Yeah. It sounds like it would suck to play that game. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, I really want to play tonight. Oops, and I, I downloaded a, it on a new moon. I have a magic build, and it's a new moon, so I guess I can't play this game today. Can't play until next week or whatever. Yeah. So we're going to do one more because we got to get to our, epi- our main episode. We sure do. So the last one is the seven-year itch. I know that that itch. refers to a, like a marriage specifically. If you've been married for seven years, at that's when you start itching. Like, oh, maybe we better like figure. Oh no, it's like the equivalent of a midlife crisis, but for marriage. I was thinking STD. <laughs> <laughs> I think that one's called chlamydia. <laughs> it's crabs, actually. That's yeah. Well, so before the phrase became associated with Marilyn Monroe's iconic skirt, the seven year what? Itch, what? Whoa, 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 the seven year itch was the movie where she stood over the oh. Gotcha, the gotcha. wind blew up her skirt. I gotcha. Uh, the term originally, uh, uh, yeah, uh, the seven-year itch felt much worse than a playful subway breeze. The term originally referred to scabies, an itchy oh. infection caused by mites burrowing underneath a person's skin. Its seven-year moniker referred to how long the bugs could linger. Is it scabies or scabies? Scabies. Scabies. Okay. Yeah. I've only ever seen seen it. Right. Written, right. so yeah. I didn't know. So. That... Sounds awful, by the way. And we were very close with with chlamydia and also crabs, (laughs) which I don't, those aren't the same. No, chlamydia is the. the... Chlamydia is the clap. Thank you. No, that's gonorrhea. No, that's gonorrhea. Okay, Okay. fuck. God, that's been too long. I haven't been in high school in 15 years. It's been (laughs) been too long since I've had an STD. If if you're not careful, you get gonorrhoposyphilates. Yes. Oh my God. What a throwback. Uh huh. (laughs) There was okay. You're ready to lose the game so, now, dude. You no, know, you want to know what's fucked? That's actually a no effects song that came out in like the really? early nineties. Gonna herpesyphilates. Yes. Wow. So it's probably an older joke that they were using, but I was in like that's you know, like the STD of Chris Mahanza Kwanzaa. Fifth grade 
or whatever, and people were making jokes about gonorrhoeopsifilades, mm-hmm. and then I was like seventeen and or sixteen, whatever, discovered punk. And my favorite punk band has a song called Gonorrhoeopsifilades that came out way before I was saying that when I was a kid. Yep, you know this. You know the sensation. I have this. I have such a pet peeve of people using a cover of a song uh-huh. to say. Oh, that sounds like this song. And the one that gets me the most is Pastime Paradise by Stevie Wonder, which I think also sampled a whole different song. But it's like Pastime Paradise is very specific, but half of the listeners aren't going to know what the fuck I'm talking about. They're going to know Gangsta's Paradise. <laughs> Which I, I get so mad when people say, "Oh, this sounds like Gangsta's Paradise." No, the fuck it doesn't. It mean, sounds like Pastime Paradise. You mean Amish Paradise? I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a but layer fucking weird, deeper. But Weird Al deserves it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh God, yeah. I respect rappers, and I know, and I love that they loved the same music that I loved. But at the same time. That that one changed nothing about the song. He literally uses the same lyrics in some parts. It's for people for a culture that even back then was like can't use other people's lyrics and songs. That makes you a pussy. Like, come on. Coolio actually uh, did not like it, and I believe that was the reason that from then on, uh, Weird Al has outright refused to do any cover or parody or anything that he was not given full blessing. He's always been that way. No, the the, the true story wasn't okay with Amish paradise. No, but here's what happened. Fuck. Weird Al didn't know that Coolio said no. Oh, his management went and asked Coolio. He said no. And they told him it's okay. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. They were like, it's still technically free use. Yeah. Especially when Coolio didn't own... Well, no, because Weird Al, technically, by law, he could do it to any right. song that yeah, he wanted. any song. It's under parody law. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. That's what I mean. He That's does it out of courtesy. Just like Prince. Prince never gave Weird Al permission to do any parody. Right. So and he, he never, never did. did. And then there was another one he was going to do a parody of Live and Let Die by Paul McCartney uh-huh. called Chicken Pot Pie. Oh man, that would have been a mess. But Paul, Fox, McC- but Paul McCartney, but Paul McCartney was vegetarian <laughs> with the and said, "I don't want no because I don't want promote because of chicken." And Weird Al said, "Okay, fine." Yeah, he doesn't care what the reason is. He doesn't have to agree. Weird Al is like a good dude. He's the yes. fucking best man. He's <laughs> a good dude, and he should go around Coolio and ask Stevie because Stevie Wonder would be fully okay with it. <laughs> uh, Coolio did come around later though, yeah, and they, they did became make up. friends. Yeah, they, that's they fine. Did a thing where they like both had Coolios hairstyle yeah. great it's very funny that's to see. good and i don't have any real problem with coolio i think he's a generally decent guy uh, but at the same dead. time yeah he's dead now yeah weird al was real sad about it because they became pretty good friends after mm-hmm. well i wait hold on i might be thinking of the wrong person <laughs> i might be literally thinking <laughs> no of coolio LL. saying gangsta's paradise i was literally imagining like envisioning ll cool j oh yeah, oh. No. <laughs> yeah no, not, not quite the same not quite not the same, the same dude um <laughs> They're actually four, very, four very different, insane. but like I just, it's the cool and the double L fucks yeah. me up every time. <laughs> but you know, it's just like it ain't. It's not yours. You know what I mean? It's a whole different person's, right? right. All right, guys. So we're gonna wrap up this uh, this 
as yet unnamed midweek episode. We're back to the beginning. Yeah, so, yeah, we are. Uh, we, we never forget where we idioms. came from. This was fun, actually, trying to guess idioms. Yeah, I'll, I do I'll, like idioms. I'll bring up more. And so, style theory, hashtag. And style theory, because Matt Pat. Matt Pat, shout us out, please. Yeah, there you go. I would God, actually please. love to be on a Matt Pat video oh, for any God. reason. God. So for any reason, Matt Pat, if you ever hear this, <laughs> any time too, like I've got, I'm neurodivergent, so you're gonna be in the feed the whole time. Like, it's, <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. So thank you for listening to your podcast for stoners by stoners, uh, and whatever we end up naming this new idiom. We're trick. back, baby. Yep, there you go. And we will see you next time. We got to get to the main episode. We so. do. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.